0: For, for the wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy Spirit, okay? So let's turn our Bibles to the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel, chapter 5, verse 11. The book of Daniel, chapter 5, verse 11. Are we all there? Are we all with me? If you can come on video, I see so many of us on audio. You know, it's, it's I prefer you all come on video, okay? Yeah, it's fair if you see me and I also see you. Okay. Yeah, Daniel five eleven. Let's that says that there is a man in thy kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. You get it, and in the days of thy father, light, understanding, and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him, whom the king, whom the king, the book had thy father, the king. I say, thy father made master of the magicians. Astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Okay. So in the, in the, we read from the book of Daniel that Daniel was someone whom the Holy Spirit inhabited. Emmanuel, do you get it? That whom the Holy Spirit filled in so much so that even uh, secular leaders could realize that, no, there is something very different about this guy, you know, and the presence of God in him, you see, is what made him survive and even excel in the midst of captivity and that is the same grace that you and i need in this times and that we live in do you get it that what makes can make us outstanding in in a moment and season of life where money is failing you know where connections are failing when everything that we are dependent on in life is failing What is it that can make us outstanding to shine, to get better at whatever we are doing, to shine brighter and brighter and brighter, is the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Are you there? And not just the presence, but more like the Holy Spirit coming to even take over and lead you. Because the Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit, so in your life you can also be led by the Holy Spirit, okay? And I like the part it says that in, in the first in the verse we just read it says that there is a man in whom is the spirit. I, I want I want to also say of you that there is a man or woman who is listening to me of whom is the spirit? Are you with me, church? Can you, can I get That's an amen? Amen. amen? You get it. In whom is the spirit? In whom is the spirit? In whom there's, I mean, some of us are known for other things. You know, many of us are known for our clothing. You know, oh, the guy who's always wearing Gucci shoes. Okay. (laughs) Or the one who always has that Afro haircut. Oh, that lady who always puts on the pink lipstick. Or the gentleman who's always wearing brown shoes. Okay. But we are going beyond that for people to describe us as the guy in whom is the spirit. Or the lady in whom is the spirit. Oh, can I get an amen from everybody here? You are very quiet on me. Are you all okay? Amen. Amen. (laughs) You know, a guy in whom is the spirit. Do you see? I would love to be described as the pastor in whom is the spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And it's, you know, when when Solomon became king, the first thing he prayed for, was the presence of the Holy Spirit. He said that God, give me wisdom. You know, it's indirectly praying. It's like praying for the spirit of wisdom. God, give me wisdom. Give me knowledge. Give me counsel. And that should be one of your top prayers in 2020. Are you with me, church? Yeah, that should be one of your top prayers. Because when we look on our prayer list, most of it is all material things. Okay? But yeah, all of it is material things. We pray for cars. We pray that our 2019 car will be upgraded when the virus is over. Some are even shopping for 2021 cars. You know, <laughs> I had a friend who just bought who bought um a, a Mercedes um the, the SUV whatever you call it. What is the name of it? Uh, it's it GLS. The GLS, That's different. Uh-huh. GLS bought a GLS, and it was 2019 and uh, he said he didn't like it because the 2020 looked better so he's waiting after the virus <laughs> he would go ahead and upgrade <laughs> you know and as as much as you all take your material needs to god you see you must more importantly take your spiritual needs and your number one spiritual need is to pray for the infilling for the manifestation for the power, for the presence, for the wisdom, for the fruits of the Holy Spirit in your life. That's right. That's right. Are you with me, church? Yes, sir. And that, is, that should yes. be your number one prayer. You mm. know, that should be your number one prayer. Or let me say your priority prayers mm. is praying for the Holy Spirit in your life. Mm. You know, mm. Jesus Christ would not have become Jesus Christ, had it not been Acts no, 10.38, that says that, uh, it's not Acts 10.38, I'm not sure, no, one of the verses Acts, it says that, how God anointed Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, and power, who went about, preaching. you get it, and doing a lot of good works, because God was with him, so you realize that, the manifestations, that was in Jesus' life, was a pure money was a pure working of the power of god in him do you get it yeah and in the same way you can also pray that god will anoint you you see that you will be filled with the holy spirit it shouldn't be that all our prayers are based on needs Hmm. because after you've asked for bread what else are you going to ask for you know you've asked for brown bread sugar bread butter bread Uh, Tea bread, you know, what else? Uh, Buns bread, brown bread, wheat Wheat bread, bread. white bread. I mean, how many breads can you ask for? Mm. You get to a point that you yourself are tired of your prayers. Preaching. Do do, do you get it, Emmanuel? Yes, (laughs) Do do you get what I'm saying? It can get to a point where you yourself, you are tired of your own prayers. Because you've been praying for the same material things over and over again. Mm -hmm. You get it. But I believe that prayer was made for more than just meeting material needs. That's right. But also for Amen. spiritual needs. Mm. Amen. 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 For for saying thanksgiving. For 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 communicating with God. That's for right. For hanging out with God. Mm. You know, prayer should be more than just needs because there's so much of your needs that can fill, let's say, fifteen minutes of prayer. Mm. but rather begin to ask for even weightier and mighty things like being filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This Come this has on. become Come on. one of my best prayers. That's right. Are you with me, church? Yeah. Sir. This has become one of my best prayers, that God fill me with your Holy Spirit. Mm. Do you get it? And you see, when Daniel was filled with the Holy Spirit, nothing could touch him. Mm. You know, they threw him in the fire. Fire couldn't touch him. He was mm. in the lion's Then The lions couldn't eat him. Yes. You know, people betrayed him. It did not work. Wow. You get it? He was promoted in the midst of a lockdown. The lockdown was, was not caused by a virus, but was caused by a virus called Nebuchadnezzar. Yes. Oh. A human virus. You know, <laughs> a Nebu. Nebu virus. A Nebu a virus. virus. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see Diaz was caused by a human virus, you know, Mm -hmm. but in the midst of his lockdown, he was successful and he was outstanding. Mm. And what made him outstanding was the presence of the Holy Spirit in his life. That's right. Hallelujah. And I want you to begin to elevate your Christian life, you know, to a spiritual experience. Mm. You get it. It cannot be that we've reduced Christianity to a self-help faith, you know, a a religion of how to, seven steps to happiness, six steps to being this, eight steps to living your maximum life on this earth, eight (laughs) steps to abundance, eight keys to uh, your next level. I mean, sometimes those those things are are not different from motivational speeches. You get it? it's Mm. time we begin to talk about spiritual things like the will of god you know Mm. the holy spirit the gifts of the spirit evangelism the manifestations of the spirit of the spirit the laying on of hands the casting of devils the spirit Mm -hmm. of revelation Mm. seeing dreams and visions Mm. that should be the christian experience come on hallelujah Amen. And when, mm-hmm. when you begin to have that spiritual experience, you realize that your Christian life is very different. Mm. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Your experience becomes more practical. That's right. You can testify and say that, look, God's power is real. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm saying all these things so that you will elevate your Christian experience to a spiritual platform. Okay. And when you do so, one of the things you begin to do is to pray for the Holy Spirit, come on, pray for the Holy Spirit, yes, sir. Pray for the Holy Spirit, hallelujah! Yeah, pray for the Holy Spirit, come on, pray for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you should go to God and say, Father, I have come today that I need a spirit of wisdom, yes, sir. I need a spirit of knowledge, I need a spirit of counsel, I need a spirit of might, amen. Let me, let me show you. Let me give you more reasons why you should pray for the Holy Spirit. Show us. Are you enjoying mm. this message? I'm loving it. Yes, yes, sir. sir. Mm. You should pray for the Holy Spirit because Jesus said that we should ask specifically for the Holy Spirit. Mm. In Luke 11, He says that, "How much more shall your Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him." You get it. So when you read Luke eleven, Jesus was teaching about prayer, and he Mm. taught them about how to pray, Our Father who art in heaven, and he taught them about um, the 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 story of the 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 persistent widow, right? That you know, the widow Mm. who got a visitor, and he went to a judge, and the judge wouldn't mind him, and he kept she kept pressing on, and then Mm. eventually she got an answer. So Jesus was using that chapter to teach us about prayer, Mm. and then he also. Said that God is willing to answer prayers. Come on, we as human beings we give good gifts to our children. Mm. You know, I've never thought of the day my child has asked me for conflicts and I've given uh, them uh, a stone mixed with milk. I haven't done that. (laughs) (laughs) You get it? Yeah, even you wouldn't do that to your enemies. Okay, you know, even some of us are very so nice that we are very nice to our exes. Some of us. I saw so now even you heard that your ex boyfriend or girlfriend hasn't eating. Then you send them money. You know, What an uh, ex! The same mm. person broke your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a story of a man who heard that his ex wife's uh, husband is beating her. Hey. you know, and then he went to the house and beat the man. <laughs> is it your business? <laughs> you it? The, the mistake yeah. is not your fault yeah he went there and beat the man who was beating it's his your ex-wife your like I'm giving my ex-wife to rent a little <laughs> you, don't, you don't treat her like that You know, strong. the love is strong you know? <laughs> even look at what you are doing to your exes strong you love, strong yeah, love. We, 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 we are so kind to our children God is saying that if you can do that to your child that's right. Then I can do much more than that. Do mm. you get it? And then Jesus yeah. told us that when it comes to one thing that God is very liberal with, it is the Holy Spirit. Mm. Amen. Do you get it? So yes, I mean, sir. for for you, some of you, there are certain things when I ask you, you give it, you give it to me free. You get it. I yep. mean, I'm sure yes. if I ask Chris Bell for his roast rocks, he will tell hey. me, Rev, you know. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, he'll give me a lot of but if i go to his home and ask him for water oh water don't worry you can get it yeah you know all of us have things that we give out freely 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 come on freely. do mm. you get it some of us mm. when it comes for clothes you give it freely mm. you know makeup kits you give them freely mm. you see when people are relating with you They should be given tips. Oh, when you go and talk to thy will, one thing you should talk about or is to ask for is to ask for this thing. Because that, he will give it to you in abundance. In abundance. You get it. And in the same way, Jesus Christ, who was with the Father and seated on the right-hand side of the Father, came to us and told us, look, when it comes to our Father in heaven, one Mm. thing that he gives freely. Come on. You get it. That he doesn't uh he's not reserved about mm. you know he gives it freely is the holy spirit holy spirit that's right that's why the bible says in the book of james that if any man lack wisdom let him ask mm. who gives freely or liberally mm. he gives mm. liberally the one Libra, thing that Libra. god gives mm. you know is li- he gives the holy spirit liberally i mean Please. when it comes to the spirit i mean he gives it Yes. yes. He gives his spirit to anyone who asks. He says that to those who ask. I don't know if some of you were on the prayer, uh, prayer line with our bishop and founder. He was saying that the secret to many of the men of God who have spiritual dreams, visions, and things like that, was because they asked God for it. Mm. Hallelujah, Amen. He gave an example Amen. of Kenneth Higgin, you know, who um, had a lot of dreams and visions and deep insights into the Word of God. Mm. And he said that one prayer he never stopped praying was, "God, give me the Spirit of wisdom." Wow. And Ephesians one seventeen. Mm. So uh-huh. recently, I was even looking for a poster with Ephesians one seventeen mm. to put around me wow the spirit of wisdom and revelation hallelujah i mean stop hallelujah. praying that your enemies will die <laughs> do, you, do, do you get it mm. A prayer. No, start, A prayer. rather stop praying for the holy spirit the holy spirit yes sir Amen. the spirit of wisdom and mm. revelation in the knowledge mm. of him That's right. That the eyes of your understanding mm. will be opened mm. and you mm. may know the mm. work of his calling come on his calling not your calling you don't call yourself. Mm he has a calling for you that you should find out Mm. do you you understand indirectly say you may know your destiny your destiny your future that Mm. god has prepared for you yes sir and that is what you should be asking for hallelujah amen Amen. are you with me yeah i'm giving you real things that you are likely to get do you get it Mm. because Mm. truth be told some of us the the reason we are frustrated in our prayer lives because we are asking for things that won't be given to us. Oh wow! Preach it, preach it. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Mm. You know, prayer is not a blank check. Yes, it's as if God does not have a will. One of the ways of enjoying prayer is to understand that God is sovereign and He chooses what to answer and what not to answer. Yeah, preaching. Mm-hmm. You know, it cannot be that prayer is a blank check that anything is gonna be. I mean, you cannot pray that someone will die if God has not destined them to die just because the guy is your roommate who ate your food because of that someone <laughs> should die. It's because of such a thing, worthy of death. If God should be answering such prayers, many of us hey. won't be alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's that your roommate. Uh, Just drank your orange juice. You know, that that, that, that is a prayer for the person's death. The last one left. Uh, Someone's wife should die. Someone's husband should die. I mean, what type of prayers are these? (laughs) Do do, do you get it? But rather Mm. pray for the Holy Spirit. Come on. Amen. Amen. Mm. I'm not prophesying. You get the car. You Mm -hmm. get the history. It might not look very materialistic, but I'm sharing Mm. something very spiritual with you. Yeah, yeah, do you get it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you see, let, let's go to Psalm 103, verse 14. Psalm 103, verse Preach 14. It. it says that you see, one of the things that Holy Spirit would do for you is that it will, it will help you overcome your weaknesses. How many uh, of you can really testify yes. that you are weak? You know, Psalm 103, verse 14, it says that for He knoweth our frame mm. and He remembereth that we are dust. I mean, look just rub yourself on your arm rub your arm and just this is this is all dust this is all dust this is all, all dust. dust you know dust. this is all dust mm. you get it we are dust you know we are weak with our inner our temperaments you know mm-hmm. we are weak morally you mm-hmm. get it we are weak with our lips we mm-hmm. are weak in I mean, almost every part of us is weak Mm, knowledge. Even some of okay. us, if God should mm. do a movie of the things you think about in 24 hours, <laughs> <laughs> just 24 oh, oh, hours. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Not even 24 <laughs> hours, just three hours. <laughs> it will be PG-89, 89. PG-89. 89. <laughs> you <laughs> know, <laughs> if God should <Bush laughs> decode all the things we think about, do you get it? How I many of you realize that sometimes you want to think about the right thing but it's just not working? Do you get it? But the so Bible easy. says that if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells Amen. in you, Amen. that Hallelujah. same spirit will quicken your mortal bodies. Come on. He makes alive. He helps you overcome your natural limitations. You know, and God, you see, God in his, oh, we thank God that the Bible says that he remembers that we are dust. Oh, wow. Oh, man, had he not remembered, all of us would have been in a lot of trouble. Yep. Do you get it? He remembers yeah. us. And he said, when God made Adam, he didn't go to the scrap heap to make us out of steel or metal. He made it out of clay. And clay mm. is very fragile. Mm. You know, clay is very fragile. Even the best men of God are fragile. Do you get it? Mm. He said, mm. that is why many of us, we miss God's anointing because we look at the vessel and not the gift. Oh. Mm. because God puts his treasures in earthen vessels Mm. you know and good Mm. and you see one of the things I like doing is cooking you know I I like grilling and and, you know when you grill in a ceramic grill the food comes out better Mm. and no wonder God puts his filet mignon and his t-bone stick in a vessel called clay that the excellency of the power will be of him so when the food takes good do, do, do you get it? Mm. You can say that. This is, uh, this is of God. You know, mm. And no wonder God didn't put his gift in angels. Mm. Like he put his gift in earthen vessels like you and I. You know? mm. So when you are a man of God and you are so focused on the vessel which leaks, which make mistakes, you, know, you will miss the treasure. It's like you blaming your pizza deliverer. That why did he bring your pizza in paper? You want a mm. golden plate. Mm. Not eat. Because for some reasons, pizza and paper taste so good. (laughs) Do you you, you get what I'm saying? There's anointing in the paper. You you, (laughs) must learn to understand that God puts His great gates in in treasure store in clay. You know, in in effing vessels, and you are an effing vessel. Your wife is an effing vessel. Your husband is an effing vessel. -hmm. Your children are effing vessels. So, with that knowledge, you also must be patient when dealing with effing vessels. Wow. Because they break so easily. You get it? They are full of mistakes and cracks here and and dings here and nicks here. And a little you can see that when you have an effing vessel, it doesn't take long for it to crack. You know? And yeah, that's why you must be patient with people. You Mm -hmm. cannot treat people like you're dealing with steel. Mm -hmm. Do you you understand me, church? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh yes. And I like the part that says that God remembers that we are dust. And because we are dust, He gives us His Holy Spirit to help us overcome our weaknesses, our sins, our, our, uh, you know, the places or areas of our lives where we fall so easily. You know, some of you are struggling with your temperament. You know, your temperament has, it's like an albatross around your neck. You You want to move forward, but it's moving you backwards. You get it? Yeah, your temperament causes you to be lazy. You know, it causes you not uh, not to laugh people. It causes you depression. It causes you to drive away people from you. And all these things, when you acknowledge them and say, Holy Spirit, help me in this area, you know, you will be amazed how God will strengthen you. Yeah. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Remember Samson, yes. when all his strength was gone, and he prayed to God to strengthen him, his strength came back. God can strengthen you to help you overcome your weaknesses. Amen. Yes. Amen. So, we still, I mean, our struggles, I mean, nobody should even, we shouldn't even go there. Do You get it. But you know yourself. You know what you do in secret. You know the things you do, but you do to yourself by your crying. You know, I saw a madman. He was cutting himself and crying at the same time. You know, cutting and crying. I said, who has told you to cut yourself? You know, and crying at the same time. You, you see, and some of us, we know what we're doing is wrong, but we do it and repent. We do and we cut ourselves and we cry. And it's, it's a weakness that a part of you wants to get out of. You get it. But a part of you is also holding you back. And that is Mm -hmm. where you need to pray for the help and the grace of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In that area. Because we are all weak, weak people. I mean, look through the Bible. Give me all the great people of God. The fact that they were vessels, you know, exposed their weaknesses. Look at Elijah and his depression. Look Mm at Jonah and his disobedience. Look at David and oh my David, yeah, we shouldn't even go there. <laughs> you get it? The, sweet, the Bible calls him the sweet psalmist of Israel. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah, many people can write 60 songs, yeah, or 80 songs. But he wrote so many songs, he loved God, you know, he did so many wonderful things, he expanded the kingdom, but he killed somebody's wife he killed somebody and took the person's wife. You know, if any any of today's pastors does that, I mean their church will be empty. The preacher, their Facebook followers will finish. Are you are you with me, church? Yeah, was, you, yeah, okay. you know, but I, I mean it, it could show, I'm just saying that you could see that even the great. Men of God, at the end of the day, are still men. People in in jars of clay. Are you with me? And because of our weaknesses, we need the help of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And for those of you who are struggling with a weakness, I have good news for you. God is waiting for you to ask him for his Holy Spirit, to dry out that addiction, to dry mm-hmm. out that bad behavior, to give you a little bit of self-control. Hallelujah. I thank God but he remembers that I am dust, that you are dust. Had he not remembered, oh man, as the scripture says, if the Lord should count our iniquities against us, who shall stand him? Hallelujah. That is why I am going to be praying for the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, you know, but my, my best prayers, my number one prayers, anytime I go to God's throne, I'm going to ask him for more of his spirit and more influence and influence of his spirit in every area of my life. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to, um, let's go to John 16 verse 7. John 16, verse 7, it says that, And when he, the Holy Spirit, comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. One of the works of the Holy Spirit, or one of the things that happens to you when you pray for the Holy Spirit, is that you begin to develop convictions. You are persuaded about things convictions convictions you see one day if you read Acts 20 22 Paul was going to Jerusalem you see and uh, show, let me show you that scripture let me show you that scripture Acts twenty twenty two 22 to 24 it says that and now I am bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem I don't know what awaits me except that the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead, okay. But listen, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus Christ—the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. Now, the the, the King James says that in verse twenty-four but none of these things move me. None of these things move me. You see, one of the works of the Holy Spirit is that he brings conviction, persuasions, certainties, persuasions about things, a persuasion that you should stay in a particular city, a persuasion that you should marry a certain person, a persuasion to enter into ministry, a persuasion to be in full-time ministry. A persuasion to be a missionary. A persuasion to change something about your life. You get it? Not only does he convict the world, but he also convinces the believer. He convicts the believer. He brings a certain persuasion and certainty and anchor in belief about certain things of life. You get it? A conviction about debt. You know, a conviction about staying holy that is the work of the holy spirit you get it you see some of us the reason we struggle in our commitments is because we don't have convictions you know maybe you would say that oh i want to be a pastor or i want to marry this person or i want to do this i want to do that but because our convictions are not strong any little wind just helps causes us to change course but not like paul paul said that none of these things move me do you get me do you get a church none of these things move me you know when the Holy Spirit comes or when you're filled with the Holy Spirit one of the things that happens to you is that you are not easily moved about certain things that he's convinced you about you know one, one day one I day. was talking uh, a certain gentleman uh, to um, yeah, about a job. You know, he says that he's gotten a very good job in another state. You know, they were paying him twice as much as he was making in the state that he's in. And uh, logic tells you that you should take the job, right? But then he said that. He said something that was very surprising. I, I wasn't surprising, which, but I thought it was a very wise thing. And that was purely a conviction of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He said that, I'm not taking the job. But even if I have to stay on this job and not earn as much, I'm okay. Because I believe this is the place the Holy Spirit wants me to stay. Wow. Wow. Mm. I believe this is the place the Holy Spirit wants me to stay. Why do you want to marry this lady? I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to marry you. (laughs) Do you get it? Why why do you want to marry this man? I am convinced in my heart. You know, the, the reason sometimes a lot of datings don't end up in marriage because there's no conviction. Huh. The person is not really, really convinced. There's no conviction, you know, and when there is conviction, there is sacrifice. Mm. That is why people can blow themselves up in the name of God, mm. you know, that when they go to heaven, there are seven virgins waiting for them. What a shock! What a shock! Huh. You know, it's a which, conviction. Which heaven, is that? which heaven is that? I don't know whether the fourth heaven or... There's another heaven. Some I'm of right. you are smiling. I see if that's the heaven you are looking for. <laughs> 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 they are preferred heaven. That's Kelvin, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's a heaven you are looking for. <laughs> Seven <laughs> versions. One for each uh, day. Some one are day so convinced. You see. Mm. I mean, when I, I want to... I I, if you read a story of um, the Nazis of mm. Germany... What drove them to do what they did was a conviction wow. that Hitler gave them, that number one, that their race is superior, right? So if you read Hitler's um propaganda, Mein Kampf, or whatever the name of the book is, mm-hmm. he gave about 25 uh, things which, which the Nazi party adopted, you know, that Germany should be self-sufficient. So they need a country like Ukraine to be the breadbasket of Germany. And that they need, also needed a free living space. You know. So they had to conquer Europe to have a lot of land. And what made them do what they were doing was not so much about the superior weapons that they had, but also a certain belief. That's right. And a strong, look, I was watching one documentary on the Hitler youth. You see, that was like Hitler's safe church, like the younger children. And they were so convinced about Hitler that at the last minute when Germany was on the cusp of defeat, they were the ones who were sent to fight on the front line. And they went without any hesitation because of convictions convictions is what makes someone like William Curry carry his Bible to South Asia to be a missionary and stay there and throughout his life and even as his wives were dying he still stay there as a missionary. convictions And when people don't have the convictions, you see, a lot of talking, we talk a lot. You do a lot of coaxing, cajoling, but it doesn't work. But when the convictions of the Holy Spirit comes upon the person, you talk less. Hallelujah. And even some of your life as well, you see, you need to pray for the convictions of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, about what to do. You know, because sometimes maybe you have so much desire and love to start something, a project. In the middle of the project, your, your desire dies. How many of you can testify, you know? that yeah, your, your desire dies. And it's, it's as if that thing never started, you know? But initially, you, had, you were so convinced about it, you know? But probably it was just an innate desire that you have, but it's not really a conviction of the Holy Spirit. You get it. And as you pray for the Holy Spirit, you begin to develop very deep convictions about so many things. You know, about ministry, about life, about even the person to marry, the person not to marry, where to stay, where not to stay, a job to take, a job not to take. And I like what Paul said. He says that none of these things move me. He said that convictions of the Holy Spirit bring stability in a life the lack of stability is what causes people to change gears all of a sudden you know today you were dating john the next two weeks you're dating michael and then after michael oh you say oh michael is not the one you're going to uh albert you know the albert is not the one and now it's jonathan Do you get it so you realize that you are being shifted from one place to the other because there is no deeper conviction you know, when people don't have convictions today, they call themselves prophets. The next day, oh, I'm not a prophet. I'm an apostle. You say, no, 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 no. I'm not an apostle. I've been called to just speak to the nations. You get it. <laughs> yeah. I've been called to just speak to the nations. So you realize that the lack of conviction causes people, you know, not to be stable. You know, from we move from one church to the other, you know, one church. to the, Look, I have been in this church for over what? Uh, I think 16 to 17 years. And I haven't had a desire to go to any church. But there are so many churches around. But I believe that this is where God wants me to be. So even if you offend me, I'm not leaving. <laughs> you, do you get what I'm saying? The lack yeah. of conviction is what causes people to move from church to church to church. Today you are at AME Zion Church. Tomorrow you are in um Muzama Disco Cristo Church. The next day you are in the acts of the apostles only spiritual divinity, Pentecostal church. They are not spiritual enough. You are in the church of the revelations. That's what this is. It's is revelations, revelations. You know, and then after that, you don't like that. You are in the church of Saint John because Saint John was closer to Jesus Christ. And he is the one who had the heart of Jesus. So you are in the church of St. John. And after the church of St. John, you are the church of St. Peter because Peter is the rock upon which the church should be built. <laughs> and now yeah. you don't like all the New Testament apostles because they're not real. You are in the church of Isaiah. Isaiah. You, you, yes, that's that's you are preaching. You are getting into the church of Isaiah and Ezekiel. As for this church, all we read is Isaiah and Ezekiel. Lack of conviction. Ha, huh. I'm preaching to somebody. Amen. Yes. The lack of conviction causes you to change spouses when you don't have a reason to. But I pray that the Holy Spirit will bring conviction into your life. Amen. Hallelujah. That is one of the powerful effects of his presence in a person's life. Are you with me, church? Yes. Yes. And lastly, you must pray for the Holy Spirit so that he will begin to manifest himself. To you manifestations of a spirit in 1st corinthians twelve seven, the bible says that but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all for to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom word of knowledge now i want you to look at this verse well and i want you to highlight every time you see the word another 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 you see so many instances where the word another is written. Indirectly, God is saying that I give to this one. I give to Chris. I give to Jimmy. I give to Marian. I give to uh, Daniel. I give different gifts. As I will. <coughs> you get it. Now, if you should get even one gift of the Spirit, you become a superstar. Are you with me, church? Yes, sir. One gift. One gift will make you a gift to the world. Just one gift. All Solomon got was the gift of wisdom. And within that gift was riches, was buildings, was temples, was proverbs, ecclesiastics, and songs songs of solomon and fame within that one gift the bible says that the whole world sought the wisdom of solomon just by one gift the manifestations so when the holy spirit reveals himself you see the bible says that this holy spirit is like wind he blows where he goes but you don't see it you see But you don't see the wind, but you can see the manifestations of the wind. What are some of the manifestations of a strong wind? Hurricanes, tornadoes, is that so? Uh, Roofs uh, being torn off buildings, uh, windows being shattered, and things like that. That is a manifestation of a strong wind. In the same way, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is also seen in wisdom, in knowledge, in counsel. You get it? In the working of miracles in prophecies, and what are some of them? Discerning of spirits. That's right, you get it. Being able to work miracles, yes. Being able to work miracles. One gift will make you a gift to the world. I, I like that. I, that sounds yeah. very, I write it down. <laughs> one gift, just having one gift, one gift, just one gift will make you a gift to the world. And it's time you begin to pray for the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You should pray and say, God, I want to have visions. I want the gift of word of knowledge. I want the gift of revelation. I want the gift of healing. I want the gift of working of miracles. You'll be amazed that people will be calling you to pray for them. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. You'll be praying for people to experience miracles. You'll be laying hands on the sick and they will be healed. Mm -hmm. That these things wouldn't be something that is solely preserved for a few people. But Mm the Holy Spirit is willing to give it to people who would dare to ask. No wonder Solomon became a star by just one, one prayer. Prayer for wisdom and like I was sharing the other time that for many of us the problems we have are just wisdom problems not yeah, mm. yeah. all, all the problems we have today are wisdom problems we had in the past mm. so true themselves yeah. today yeah. how many yeah. of you can, can testify am I the only bad person oh, in, this, mm. in this case? Yeah. <laughs> some of the problems we have today Uh, decisions that we made unwisely. Mm. It's a lack of wisdom. Insufficient wisdom. Mm. Yeah. We didn't have (laughs) enough wisdom. Mm. And now you say that, oh man, had I known. Mm. But I'm prophesying that had I known uh, living your life in Jesus' name. Amen. You you, you get it? Yeah. Maybe you gave your money to some guy who said he's going to invest for you. You didn't even ask for any papers. You said, oh, okay, go invest it. Before you knew that guy was in Afghanistan. <laughs> do, do, do you get it? Yeah, all these things happen to so many of us. <laughs> you, know, you make wrong choices about so many things. You know, But when we have the word of wisdom, it would help us to make very good decisions about our lives, the lives of our loved ones, and the lives of the people who's, I mean, people whom we impact. I would make church. Yeah. Mm. So as I'm saying that, yeah, there's so many things to pray about, yes. you know, in these times where quote unquote, we are in some sort of captivity. Like Daniel was also in captivity. It's, the, it's one of the things that you must prophetically believe that is, is something you should be praying for mm-hmm. is the Holy spirit, you know, And once the Holy Spirit begins to manifest himself, all the things that you are wishing for will be included in the manifestations. Are you with me, church? Yeah. All the things that you are fighting for. Because, listen, let me ask you this. Would you like a relationship with, let's say, Bill Gates for the rest of your life? Or asking him for one million dollars?
1: I would go for the relationship.
0: Yeah. yeah. Relationship. Because at least I, I know that I may need more than $1 million dollars from him. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Yeah. yeah. Well, which one would you want? To walk with God or to just get something from God? That's it. Mm. Walk with God. You get it, church. So I'm encouraging mm-hmm. you that need more than million dollars never from. stop praying for the Holy Spirit. Mm. You get it, yes. let that be your number one prayer or your top three prayers, and put your needs at the bottom of the prayer ladder, mm. okay? And rather pray for spiritual things mm-hmm. like the will of God and in, in the context of what we are saying today. Pray for the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Hmm. You begin to see a change. A lot of things will begin to change in your life. That's right. You will be primed for the next seasons and the next phase that this world is about to, 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 to be released into. May God bless you. May you have inspired prayer times. May you be visited by the power and the presence of God. May you begin to see the manifestations of the spirit in your life. Hallelujah. May you begin to see prophecies. May you begin to have, uh, speak prophetically. May you begin to have miracles. Yes, sir. Healings. You know, discerning of spirits. Mm. Diverse kinds of tongues. to. You get it. Mm. Let me just end by telling you a story. Tell us. I, was telling, I heard a story about uh, Archbishop Duncan Williams, those of you who know him. And uh, he said that a lady was sent to, I mean, she met a lady, you know, very articulate, very educated, and she decided, he decided to hire the lady, you know. And so the lady was hired and everything. And for some reasons, I don't know what happened, I don't know the full details of the story, but either God showed him something or the lady began to feel uncomfortable in the office. And then the lady confessed that he had she has been sent to sleep or to make him fall. Wow. And then when she confessed, she automatically was made to resign. You know. And funny enough, too, she went to work for another pastor. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you get it but you see the gift slayer of, slayer yeah <laughs> the gift of the discernment oh, of spirits oh, will help you know the spirit cool. behind things that come to you mm. that this person who is being sent to you, you you don't know that this person is just an angel from hell mm. Mm. Do, you, do you do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but the spirit of discernment would help you know, will, will help you know that the, the spirit a discerning of spirits, but not every spirit is the Holy Spirit. Mm. Even I'm not even talking about discernment of spirit in other people, but even including your own voice in your own head. Sorry, mm. because you see, sometimes evil spirits can be talking to you, and you say, Oh, it's the Holy Spirit you can be having bad demonic dreams and you can say oh it's the holy spirit but when you have the gifts of the discernment of spirits you will be able to say that no this is the voice of the devil this is the voice of demons this is the voice of god and this is the voice of the holy spirit Do you have eyes to see Mm -hmm. and ears to hear hear? God is say unto the churches. God bless you. Thank you all for listening. Let's put our hands together. Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for a time like this in your word, as you've taught us to pray for the Holy Spirit. We pray that, Lord, may we begin to practically experience the power and the presence of your spirit. That Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is not something that we just talk about. Or we make a reference to, but Mm. he will be our friend, he will be our comforter, Mm. he will be our guide. Mm. That we pray for more manifestations of the spirit in our lives going forward. Mm. Mm. That's what made Daniel stand out in Babylon. We will also stand out in this lockdown. Mm. That Lord, at the end of the day, we will have counsel, we will have might. We'll have the power of God. We'll have gift of discernment of spirits in the name of Jesus. We thank you in Jesus' name. And the people of God said, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Wonderful. Well, before we go ahead, I want to give everybody an opportunity to give. Hallelujah. To give, to support.